Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Hello, mama friend. Welcome back to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. Today, we're continuing our series on clean keto carb cycling. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to clean keto carb cycle. So I'm going to give you three steps to getting started with this way of eating. If you have not listened to the last couple of episodes in this series, episode 44 talked about what is clean keto carb cycling. And episode 45 talks about reasons you should clean keto carb cycle. I highly recommend that you listen to that before you listen to this one. That way you have more context of what I'm talking about today. But if you have listened to those, then in today's episode, I am going to share with you how to get started. Now, obviously this isn't going to go into detail because it's a lot, it's a big process, very personalized, very customized, which is why I'm launching a new program called the CKCC blueprint, which is going to teach you how to clean keto carb cycle, how to eat more carbs while burning more fat, because who doesn't want that, right? So if you're interested in that, the wait list is still open. It will be closing down in a few weeks and we do have over 140 women on there right now. I will be only accepting 30 women into the founding member program. So if you're interested in that, go to cleanketocarbcycling.com and you will see join the waitlist, a button there on the header, go ahead and join the waitlist. But as far as this episode goes, I'm just going to walk you through if you were just randomly curious about, okay, how would I even get started with this? If I am curious about this way of eating, what would be the steps that I would have to take so that you can know whether or not this is something that you want to do or if this is something that will probably not be a good fit for you. So this is what you need to do before you start carb cycling. Okay, so there's three steps to get started with clean keto carb cycling. Step number one is to get fat adapted. And so I talked about this in previous episodes, but what does it mean to get fat adapted? This is where your body knows how to burn fat for fuel instead of sugar. So we're all naturally sugar burners. Okay. Our body prefers glucose because it's easy. It's efficient. So if there is glucose in your system, your body will use that for fuel first. So your body will use glucose first, fat second, and then protein is going to be very last because protein is queen to our bodies. What we want to do is we want to make sure that our body knows how to use fat for fuel. So if you're able to produce ketones in your liver and use them for energy, you are fat adapted. Another thing to consider whether or not you're fat adapted or not is, are you able to switch from burning glucose to fat to glucose when need be? All right. So what this means is that if you are fat adapted, then you're able to, you know, your body's able to produce the ketones 
and is able to use them for energy. But if you do have glucose again, your body is able to use that and burn through it relatively quickly and then go back to burning fat, okay? And that is a metabolic system that happens when you become fat adapted. And then the next question would be, well, how do you get fat adapted? You would have to follow a keto way of eating for at least 90 days with minimal cheats, in my opinion. Now, if you're super athletic, you could get fat adapted quicker. If you are very, very low carb, you know, almost carnivore, you could get fat adapted faster. Incorporating fasting so your body can learn how to tap into your fat stores. Fasting is keto is considered like a fasting mimicking diet. So both of those work to get you fat adapted. And if you do, like I just said, zero carb days or carnivore days, you can get fat adapted faster if that's your goal. So let's say you're like, I just started keto, but I really want to join this program. How can I expedite my fat adaptation? I would say do fasting days. So start experimenting with intermittent fasting. If you're able to, if you don't have problems with your adrenals or cortisol, stuff like that, and start adding in some carnivore days or zero carb days where you're eating very, very like almost no carbs and start exercising. So, you know, do some HIIT training, some strength training, things like that, that will help your body adapt quicker. So how do you know if you're fat adapted? So I teach my clients inside BSB Tribe that the only way to really know anything is to test. Okay, so we need the data, we need to measure. So technically, there's really no way to know unless you are checking your ketones with a blood meter, also checking your glucose level, you know, doing those side by side to see the data to see if your body is actually producing those ketones in your liver. Now, and I'm saying that your body is producing them, hence that means that you're actually getting them endogenously, not exogenous ketones. So if you're drinking exogenous ketones, you are not fat adapted. Those are fake ketones that you're drinking and then your body might show that you're in ketosis, but it's not really nutritional ketosis. It's just ketones from the drink, okay? So I have to clarify that. But let's talk about some signs that you would have if you were fat adapted. So this is going to vary from person to person, but on average, you will know you're fat adapted if you don't get hangry anymore, okay? So if you used to feel that anytime you got hungry or you went a few hours without eating, you would get hangry, then that you were just reliant on glucose. And so if you don't get hangry anymore, that probably means that you're fat adapted. Your blood sugar is stable, so you're not having those highs and lows all day. You're able to go long periods of time without food. I hear a lot of people tell me when I tell them when I fast or doing long fasts, and they're just like, oh my God, I can't. I would pass out. I I couldn't go two hours without eating, or my blood sugar, or I would feel, you know, like dizzy. And I was like, well, that's a problem. You know, that's not normal. We should be able to go long periods of time without food. That's how we evolved as humans. So if you're able to go long periods of time where you're like, oh my goodness, I haven't eaten in four or six hours, then that's a sign that you're fat adapted. You aren't as hungry. That's the beauty of keto that once you get into ketosis and use your fat for energy and ketones for energy, your hunger goes down. You have more energy and mental clarity. That is the one thing that I will say that the keto diet does really well with compared to any other diet or way of eating is that 
you do once those ketones kick in you do have that like it's like that claritin commercial where they lift that fog from the screen and everything's clear now that's how it feels you don't get tired post meals or crash so that's like a, a big deal. Most of us in America, we want to crash and take a nap after our lunch. That's not a normal thing either. Or lastly, you've had ketones consistently show up on the blood meter for a few months. So again, you don't have to be in ketosis 100% of the time. You shouldn't be, especially if you're a woman. But if you are measuring your ketones and let's say for the last three months or so, you have been in ketosis on and off, then to me, that means you're fat adapted. Okay. So that's the first step because we want to make sure your body is able to now use fat for fuel. Okay. We know that it can use sugar because that's what it's done before. We want to make sure that it knows how to use fat. So then now when we bring back, we start carb cycling, you're not going to gain all your weight back that you lost on keto. And you're also not going to blow up like a balloon. So with my program, the prerequisite is you need to get fat adapted. This is why this program is not for everyone. It's for for women that have done keto, they lost the weight and they want to know how to maintain it without gaining it back or women that don't want to do keto forever and want to incorporate some carbs or women that are struggling with hormones or having terrible periods or adrenal issues, all that hormone related stuff. Or if they're just like, I just miss carbs, but I want to add them in in a way that's going to help me still reach my goals. We want to make sure that your body's able to know how to use burn fat for fuel first. Okay, so getting fat adapted is step one. Phew, that was a long one, but it's an important one. Step two is you're gonna choose your schedule. So the first thing you wanna ask yourself is why are you wanting to eat this way? If you're interested in carb cycling, there's a reason why. So that reason is gonna depend on your schedule and how you do it. That's why you'll find in this program that women are gonna be doing it for different reasons with different schedules because weight loss is not of one size fits all. So here's some different different reasons why someone would carb cycle. You want to do it for better workouts. If you're an athlete or if you're someone that's interested in becoming lean or building muscle, maybe you're training for a marathon and you want better experience with that. Maybe you want easier periods. Maybe you struggle with PMS and cramps and, and cravings and all the things. Maybe you just want to cycle during certain times of the month. So maybe let's say, you know, winter is your carb cycling season where you kind of have more carbs and more comfort food and stuff like that. And and you don't really mind that feeling, but summer you want to be more of keto or you know the opposite or fall or spring, you can do it seasonally. There's so many ways to do it. Like it's really cool. Maybe you wanna wean off of keto. So again, like I said before, maybe you've lost your weight with keto and you wanna go into maintenance, but you know, you know, we all know if you go straight from strict keto to back to your normal way of eating or the standard American diet, you will gain all of of your weight back. I guarantee you. So you have to do something in the middle. You cannot completely go back. There's no going back. That's why I tell people like, don't even do keto unless you know that you're going to be living some type of low carbish lifestyle for the rest of your life because you're just wasting your time. And then another reason would be, do you want to break a stall? So obviously if you're doing carb cycling to break a stall, this is probably going to be temporarily temporary for you because once you break that stall, you'll probably go back to the way you were eating before. 
support for hormone healing. So maybe you are struggling with adrenal issues right now. You have adrenal fatigue or burnout or high cortisol and you need to resolve that issue and strict keto is not very good for that. So you're going to carb cycle to resolve that issue. And then once you resolve that, you can go back to keto. I mean, there's so many reasons that you would carb cycle, but that is going to do your reason is going to determine your schedule. Okay. So if your reason is to do it for workouts, better workouts, then throughout the week, you're going to cycle your carbs around your workouts. If your reason is better periods, then you're only going to cycle around the time of your period or the week before. If your reason to wean off of keto, then you're going to slowly incorporate carbs back in, test and see how your body reacts, and then adjust it and add more carbs. You're not just going to go straight from keto to like a bunch of carbs or a lot of many carb cycling days. You're going to slowly introduce it, right? To get your body used to it. So your body doesn't freak out and you don't blow up like a balloon. If you're doing it seasonally, you're only going to do it on some months of the year. You're going to do carb cycling and other months you're going to do keto. So you see that your answer is going to determine your schedule. So carb cycling, you can range doing it from a weekly occurrence to seasonally to quarterly or as a temporary thing based on your health circumstances. And you have to figure this out before you move on to the next step. Because if you don't know your schedule, then you're not going to be able to move forward. If you don't know why you want to do this, then you're not going to know how to do it. Okay. So that's step two is finding your schedule of determining your schedule. If you want to do this weekly, if you want to do this monthly, seasonally, quarterly, temporarily to solve an issue or whatever. Okay. Once you figure that out. So once you've become fat adapted, once you determine your schedule based on your goal of why you're doing this in the first place, then you want to figure out your macros and your food plan. Okay. So your macros are going to depend on many factors. They're going to depend on what are your current keto or general macros. So if you're following keto macros right now, then your carb cycling macros have to align with that in a specific way. All right. How active are you? Again, so if you work out more, if you're more active, you have more, you're way more leg room with the amount of carbs that you consume. How sensitive are you to carbohydrates? There's many women that are very sensitive to carbs and they cannot, they're like intolerant to many carbs and they, their body just can't handle it. So that's going to determine your macros and your food plan. And last thing, which is not least is what, how much weight do you have to lose or how much weight do you want to lose? So if you are in maintenance, your macros are going to look completely different than you're someone that still has like 10 to 20 pounds to lose. So with macros, I will say that I will teach how to calculate your macros for all of these reasons inside the program. Obviously, I don't have enough time to get into how to calculate the clean keto carb cycling macros in the podcast episodes. And that's kind of hard to do because there is numbers and math involved. So just know when you join that program, you will learn how to do that. But macros are important in the beginning for this because you need to find, you're going to find that number, your carb threshold of how many carbs you can get away with while still having a normal blood sugar, while still losing weight or maintaining weight and all those things. Okay. So yeah, I know I don't preach macros. My program BSB Tribe actually teaches women how to lose weight without obsessing over macros and calories. But when it comes to clean keto carb cycling, macros are involved. The point of it is for you to discover yours and then play around with them and then get to the point where you already can eyeball the food and you know how much you can eat and get away with. So you no longer have to track. 
okay, the point isn't to like, oh, now with clean keto carb cycling, now I have to track everything in an app. And no, you don't. You will in the beginning just to get used to it. But I'm at the point I've been doing this for over half a year now. I don't even track anymore when I carb cycle. Like I already know how much, you know, serving of sweet potato or, you know, quinoa or lentils or whatever that I can have during the day. Okay. And then your food plan, as far as your food plan goes, that's going to depend on many other factors, such as what do you enjoy? What foods don't sit well with you? So again, there's certain carbs that are just not, you're not going to tolerate as well versus other carbs. Like for instance, can you tolerate legumes? So I'm very sensitive to beans, but what I found was that I can do lentils if I soak them overnight. But if I have like black beans or even chickpeas, like watch out, my husband needs to be, he needs to like run away from me because there's going to be a lot of farting happening here. And so you have to think about that for yourself. Or you also have to think about like, how do you feel after eating starchy vegetables? You know, and again, this might change. This is why we're not just going to go from strict keto to eating all the carbs, but you need to think about that. Or how long have you been on keto? So if you've been on keto for a long time, so over a year, you're going to be way more sensitive to carbs and you're going to need to bring them back slowly versus if you've been on keto for a few months, then you're probably going to be okay with carbs as long as you're fat adapted. Okay. And do you have any food intolerances or allergies? Okay. So if you do, you don't want, you want to exclude those foods. And then the last thing, which is also very important is what does your family eat? So you don't want to make this a thing where now you have key, you know, cook completely different meals for your family. And now you have to take time to, to meal prep more and, and to make it such a big headache. This is exactly what I tell my BSB tribe members is like, when you talk about making different food for your family, what does that mean? Does your family not eat protein? Do they not eat any vegetables? Because the only difference between keto and not keto is the carbs. Like there's still the fat, there's still the protein, there's still the veggies. So all you really have to do is add a carbon that they like. And the same thing goes with clean keto carb cycling. Now you just have to find a carb that's on the approved list, which I will give you lists for approved carbs and all the things. And you have to tell your family like, hey, what do you like? Or I'm gonna be doing like a recipe book of carb cycling side dishes. And you can just make those experiments with your family and be like, did you like the garlic smashed potatoes? And if they don't like them, like there's something wrong with them because that's like the best potato recipe anyway in the world. And so, you know, do they like that? So you add that on the rotation. Maybe they didn't like, you know, the crispy sweet potato fries. So you don't make those. I mean, this is just like meal planning one-on-one here. But anyway, so that's going to determine your food plan. Okay, so that is the three steps to starting clean keto carb cycling. All right, so let me go through them really quick again. Number one is to get fat adapted. If you're not fat adapted, you want to get fat adapted, go ahead and join my program, BSB Tribe. Join the waitlist. We are not open right now. BSBtribe.com forward slash waitlist. That program will help you get fat adapted. Or you can get quickly fat adapted by adding in fasting days, hits, strength training, or zero carb days. Step two is going to be choose your schedule. So you have to ask yourself, why do I want to try clean keto carb cycling? For what reason? And how am I going to do it? Am I going to do it weekly? Am I going to do it monthly around my period? Am I going to do it quarterly, seasonally, or temporarily based on hormone issue I'm trying to solve or breaking a stall or what am I doing? And then number three is figuring out your macros and your food plan. So as far as macros go, I will say that if you are 
are now following, I always say for the carb ratio, it's going to be around 1.5 times. So one and a half times your current carb threshold. So, you know, if you are eating, let's say 30 grams right now, then you could potentially do maybe like, you know, 70 to 90 grams. And again, it doesn't have to be perfect, but then you can bring it up. So there's so much math that goes into it. I'm not going to get into it here, but you don't like, so let's say your carbs are 5% right now. The most you would probably want to do is, you know, 15% or like 12 to 15% then as far as carb cycling goes. But again, I'm like now confusing myself because I don't have all the numbers in front of me. So with the macros, the program itself will teach you how to calculate your macros and how to adjust them because you can't just like calculate them once and then be done. Like as you lose weight, you have to adjust. As your goals change, you have to adjust. So what you'll find is depending on where you're at and how long you've been doing keto, you'll probably start out if you've been doing keto for a long time, you'll probably start out with a pretty low carb number for carb cycling days. But as you get used to it and your body gets used to it, you can probably raise that number higher and get away with eating more carbs later on, all the things. So that will all depend on your current macros, how active you are, all the things. And then your food plan will depend on what you enjoy, what foods go well with you, how do you feel after eating certain carbs, and we'll have to experiment with that. How long you've been doing keto, if you have any intolerances, and then what does your family eat? So that is three steps to getting started with clean keto carb cycling. So again, if that sounds like something that you are like, oh my gosh, I could totally do this way of eating. It sounds so fun learning how to eat more carbs and burn more fat and having more variety and feeling less deprived with my way of eating. Or maybe you're over keto. Maybe you're like, this is just not sustainable for me. I hear you. I agree with you. I don't think women should do keto forever. I think it's a bad, bad idea and there will be a podcast episode happening about gaining weight on keto and the dark side of keto and what you need to know that I didn't know six years ago and my fellow colleague also experienced the same thing and I'm going to bring her on to talk about that and how we both went through the same thing, but that's a different episode. So as far as clean keto carb cycling goes, I just want to remind you that I am creating a new program. It is not launched yet. It is not even created yet. And I'm looking for 30 women that are interested in this and that want to go through it with me. I will be creating it alongside you to help you, to teach you how to eat more carbs while burning more fat. Okay. So the founding member program, you're going to access at the lowest rate. You'll also also have lifetime access to it because this program will not be offered as a lifetime program when it does launch to the public and you'll have eight weeks of coaching with me. I will be going through it with you. You'll have access to all the bonuses, all the eBooks, all the meal plans, all the things that is something that you want to be a part of. I would get on the wait list now because I'm going to be closing it out or you're going to have to wait till next year to enroll. Okay. So again, go to cleanketocarbcycling.com and you'll see the button there that says CKCC waitlist and put get your get registered for that. And I will also put that in the show notes and then you'll be notified when doors open for the founding members and you can enroll and secure your spot and learn how to eat this way. Okay, so that's all for now. I hope that you have a great rest of the week and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. 
If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.